All right, Al, it's time. We're going to talk about The Mummy. I'm real excited to, to you know, talk about Brendan Fraser. <laughs> and then we're going to talk about the, the third Mummy film. We get to see the CGI rock, which oh, is, no. you know, A-plus, early 2000 CGI. It just looks exactly like him. It's like, wow, that's the Brahma Bull. That's the rock right there. That's the former WWF champion, if I've ever seen him. Oh, no. He's going to come in as on a scorpion body and be like, do you smell what the rock is cooking? <laughs> I can't catch a any fish over here because this this river is full of mutated freak fish <laughs> what yeah that's an actual thing he said well and we then had, we're gonna yeah. and then we're gonna throw someone over a bridge and then flip him off and just go go to and then throw him off the bridge all yeah. things are happening today on inuyasha because we don't <laughs> we also watched the mummy brendan fraser <laughs> the rock other people that are in those movies and Inuyasha. And Inuyasha. The Scorpion King. <laughs> do, you know, do you know they just never stopped making Scorpion King films? They're all just like direct-to-DVD films, and they all basically just star random MMA dudes. Oh my god. Why? <laughs> Gotta make that money somehow. <laughs> oh my god, wow. I did not know that, but now I know that, and I have to live with that information. There you go. Anyways... Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Jared Now Watch in Yasha. It's episode number 20. I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium. Hello. We are discussing a season one episode number 20 called Despicable Villain, The Mystery of Gumo and Brendan Fraser. <laughs> and The Rock. Yee! Mutated freak fish, ye. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, we're going to learn about uh, a mummy. A mysterious a lady that's with this this mummy who clearly no we've never seen before ever in this show, um, and Inuyasha throws a tree down a well. Being a whiny baby, he's a whiny baby. That's how we begin this episode. Where he's just a whiny baby. He's like, I'm putting a tree in the well. Kagome's never coming back. Shippo's, Shippo's like, like what? you suck. Shippo's trying to pull the tree out, and we had a conversation because Moroko's like, dude. You suck. Like, what are you doing? And... Maroka, yeah, because, like, Inuyasha is like, we're leaving. And Maroka's like, all right, so do you have a plan? Do you know where Naraku is? Do you have any idea how you're going to confront him? Do you have any plan whatsoever? And Inuyasha's like, shut up. <laughs> and Maroka's like, you're an absolute idiot. Just calm down, stop, and just think for literally one second. <laughs> Tell you, I'm like, when Moroku says that to you, you know you done goofed. When Moroku is the voice of reason. Yeah, yikes. <laughs> when he has turned his brain off of just either destroying things or being horny, you know something's very wrong. Very, very wrong. When he's making more sense, you have a very, very bad problem. Mm-hmm. But here he is. He is making a lot of sense. He's acting like an adult. And Shippo's just still trying to get this tree out of this well. Uh, I, I told you, Shippo is best character. You cannot convince True. me otherwise. Uh, we get some stuff about or Kagome back in the, the modern time. She goes back to school and is just very distant. She yells everything. in the middle of her class for some and reason. And gets thrown out of class for it. <laughs> She's very like, oh, I'm so sad. But everyone still thinks I have like all these old people ailments and I do not understand how did they not see that I, I am okay. This is very bad. Anyway, sad. Uh, in the feudal era, 
the the group goes to Kaede's to get Inuyasha's wounds all healed because he's still real messed up and he's like, "Well, I'll be fine in two days. It'll be okay." And Kaede's like, "You no, 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 no. This is pretty bad. This is real not good. It's very bad." Uh, she tells them about this dude who was in a cave. It was all burnt up. It was clearly a mummy. He was not a mummy. It was being taken care of by this strange young girl who said ye a lot. Well, it was being taken care of by someone else first. But um, also, not only is he burnt, a but mummy. he also apparently fell off of a cliff and broke both of his legs. <laughs> mummy material, if I've ever heard, heard it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Kikio has been taking care of, of this guy who is Onigumo, who was uh, a thief. Mm-hmm. And um, Kikio is like, oh, I pity this guy. And um, Kaede ends up helping out, which is what you're talking about with the mysterious girl who says, Yi, who's been helping. And um, yeah, we find out like this dude's a creeper. We find out he's a creeper, I think, more next episode. He's still a creeper. But he's, I mean, he's wrapped up in bandages and just lays in a cave all day. <laughs> and then apparently just got caught on fire and then burned to death. Yeah. No one could find his bones or anything. They just sort of just like, oh, I guess he everything burnt up in there. That's just how it is. Anyways, real weird. It's real strange. Um, eventually, we also go back to the, the modern time again where... Uh, Kagome's in PE and they're playing baseball. Baseball. And all the girls have to wear like 70s bloomers because apparently that's just their dress code. Yeah, that's a weird choice. Yep. Uh, Hojo. Her friends are like, oh, Hojo wants to talk to you. And Hojo's like, hey, do you want to go to the movies? I know like I could bring a back pad for you if it's too much. <laughs> for your bad back. For your bad back. And Kagome's like, uh, I don't know. The, if the I other girls go back. are like, we have to stage an intervention. One second. Do you have a crush on somebody else? Because Hojo is asking you out. What are you doing? Girl, what is your problem? And um, she gets mad that they would imply that she has feelings for Inuyasha. They essentially rile her up so she gets mad and goes on this date. Yeah, basically. So like she just marches over to him like, fine, I'm going. And he's just like, okay, cool. <laughs> Thanks. Yay. I'll bring that back, Pad. Yay. <laughs> I'm Kagobi. I'm real bad. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Back in the feudal era, mm-hmm. the gang goes over to the cave where Onigumo lived, and uh, Moroku's like, Yo, there's some demon energy in here. I love that Coyote's basically like, hey, you guys want to see a cave where a dead guy was? <laughs> you guys want to see a dead body? <laughs> basically, that's what Coyote does. <laughs> and then Inuyasha's like, yeah, there's definitely some demon spirits in here. That's weird. Didn't you say this dude was a human? A human. Um, There's a weird, like, translation thing here that, like, they had the clunkiest sentence come out of Morocco at one point. I was like, oh, God, that's not how people talk. <laughs> no, it's how, t- it's how people talk. Ugh. Like, that's that's even beyond the yees. That's that's just a they directly translated the Japanese sentence and it didn't make any sense. Yeah. This is uh, why we don't like direct translations, guys. Shippo's still trying to get the tree out and then he gets confronted by Ryokan. Um I I I forget how they pronounce it in that, but 
Royakon? We'll go with whatever. Um, and he's like, hey, you talking about Inuyasha? And Shippo's like, uh, gotta go. Because this dude has his, like, his weird three-eyed wolves with him and everything. Mm-hmm. And then Shippo basically leads this uh, this creature and all his wolf friends to Inuyasha and the gang. And they get into a fight and everything. And this Inuyasha dude just keeps vomiting bad. wolves. <laughs> he just yeah, keeps wolves. Inuyasha's getting messed up. Uh, Moroku has to use the wind tunnel. But it doesn't really... It, the Ryokan is able to get out of it and escape for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Inuyasha at one point loses the jewel shard. And Shippo has to like grab it so it wouldn't get taken from the enemy. Mm-hmm. And eventually he like finds himself in the well. Yes. Everything's just going very bad. And I think that's basically just how the episode wraps up. Yeah, basically, like we we end it with, oh god, things are going terribly. Find out what happens next time. <laughs> uh, we got some notes and differences real quick. Okay. Hang on, we definitely <laughs> did not talk about this note of Inuyasha jamming a tree down the well to prevent Kagomi from returning. Why is that a note? Just that's in just, case you were not aware. That's just a plot summary. <laughs> Uh, differences from the manga the anime omits the scene of a fake Kikyo appearing in Onigumo's cave and in Naraku's effort to provoke Inuyasha oh. in the anime Royokan escapes Moroku's wind tunnel by slamming on the ground in the manga however Moroku closes his wind tunnel right before Ryokan is sucked in in an effort to find out who set Ryokan up to attack Inuyasha because they, they basically are like I don't remember if they say this this episode or next episode but one of them or I think Kaede is like yeah, this this creature wouldn't be this like hostile and everything. This is it's real this weird. One. Probably got like a jewel shard like stuck in him to make him like this powerful and angry and everything. Because he's supposed to be like a peaceful forest guardian. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I don't know why a peaceful go- forest guardian would have the ability to vomit three eyed wolves in the first place. But here we maybe are. that that comes with like the power having the the jewel shard stuck in him. Maybe here here's a jewel shard we stuck in you. Now you have the power to vomit wolves. <laughs> Uh, and then finally when Naraku gives Ryokan another Shikan shard in the manga he finds Ryokan in the cave in a cave and inserts the shard along with a seed that will crush Ryokan's head in the anime however Naraku finds Ryokan in the forest and then the Shikan shard has no such seed on it did that one happen this episode where he gives him the second seed after I guess it has to have shard after yeah, so he finds him like hiding in the wood, the forest, and he's like, "I don't want to be sucked up by the wind tunnel. I don't like that idea." <laughs> Naraku's like, "Tough luck, buddy. You're going back <laughs> out there." <laughs> he just kind of flicks a jewel shard into him. We don't have time for you to be sitting on the bench. <laughs> you got to go out there. Get out there, kid. Get out there, kid. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it for uh, this episode. Next time, we will be discussing season one, episode number 21, called Naraku's True Identity Unveiled. Da-ba-ba. Kind of. Yeah, sort of. Kind of, sort of. Uh, so we'll talk about that next episode, and also we get a new ending next episode. Yeah, we do. Yay! So we can talk about that as well. Yay! But that's going to do it for this week. If you would like more from us, head on over to SeasonLimeCheckup.com or SAC.cool where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like SeasonLimeCheckup OVA. And you can find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you would like more from Anladium, go to Anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash AnimeCheckup. You can buy our books, One Shining Moment, of Critical Analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. 
So join us next time for when we get to kind of, sort of, get Naraku's true identity unveiled. But also, mostly as his backstory is unveiled. Yeah. And, like, half of his face. Yeah. And his hair. His sweet eyeliner. All of that, but not his full true identity. <laughs>